Welcome to the High Tech Freedom Podcast. This is a podcast where we bring successful tech sales professionals, thought leaders, and entrepreneurs to share best practices, insights, and lessons learned with other tech sales professionals. As a sales professional, the more we learn, the more we earn. Once we earn it, how can we put those hard-earned commission dollars back to work to build additional income streams that will create the freedom we are all working to achieve? I'm your host, Chris Freeman. I'm a high-tech sales leader, real estate investor, and lifetime learner. Welcome back to the High Tech Freedom Sales Podcast. So as many of you know, I'm a sales leader in the IT technology space. And while this podcast focuses heavily on the seller, I wanted to do an episode that was more directed to the sales leader. Why is that? Well, some of you as individual sellers may be inspiring sales managers, sales VPs, maybe someday a CRO. One of the challenges of moving up from the sales management ranks is that you actually get further from selling and closer to running a business, developing strategy, developing the structure of the sales organization. I recently had a question from a high-performing sales professional about some things that they could be doing right now to prepare for the next step of sales management. This particular uh, rep, this particular person, they are hyper-focused on moving up multiple steps within the sales ranks or sales management ranks, and I'm very confident that uh, that they'll do that. In fact, I'll probably be working for them someday. But one of the topics we ended up discussing was how to build a structure uh, for a sales coverage model. You may be, as an example, you may be an individual contributor working at a small company, a small startup as an example. You might be the only seller. And if successful, the leadership team might lean on you as the sales ranks grow. And next thing you know, uh, you might be the one running the sales organization. I've seen this happen many times where that person goes from the the salesperson to leading the entire sales organization. So I ended up running this question by one of my CRO friends, chief revenue officer friends, who is building up a team right now and growing the business. And he shared some really good insights. And I I couldn't get him to come on the podcast, but I thought I'd just go ahead and share some of the real-time thoughts that he had as he's doing his role and Pass those on to you, the High Tech Freedom, High Tech Freedom Sales Podcast listener. So, one of the things we talked about was when you're thrust into that role, you need to think differently about how you approach the difference. Um, you know, we talked about the things that go into building a sales plan, and you know that's really what I want to dig into right now. So, for starters, the challenge of a sales leader is is really building a coverage plan that has enough sales reps to cover the market, but not too many. If you get too many, you're overpaying. There's not enough business out there. But if you don't have enough, you're missing opportunity and you're not efficiently or effectively grabbing the the market share to grow. So for starters, you'll want to think about market segmentation. If you are with a smaller company, you probably do not have a one-size-fits-all product or solution you'll really want to divide your customer base into segments that enable you to tailor your strategies and allocate resources differently. Uh, Different customer segments, different verticals, different company sizes. They're all going to have unique requirements. Can you address them all? Um, Or are you better at narrowing your focus? How you hire to cover each segment is different 
And that needs to be defined up front, right? Because the talent's going to be different. How you go to market on each of those is going to be different. So, um, you know, it starts with that, that very clear segmentation. Next, what is the addressable market? Where can you be most successful to capture the most productive revenue? And, and this really starts to come into play as, as a smaller company, um, or, or maybe you're a medium, bigger size company, but you're rolling out a new product set. And so you've got to think differently about that maybe than you do your other product set. So you have to prioritize those high potential accounts that align with your company's strategic goals, and then figure out how do you allocate the appropriate sales resources to maximize you know, the sales team's conversion rates. Just kind of for starters, these two exercises, identifying the targets or identifying kind of the segments and then identifying the priorities, you know, that really starts to create the framework with how you will hire and the activities needed for those different segments. So for example, high potential key accounts may require a dedicated team providing very personalized attention while smaller accounts could be effectively managed through inside sales or even an automated process. If you have if you've worked with a medium to larger larger size company, you definitely have experienced these types of models. If you're a small company, you may need to just pick one first, crush it, and then expand. Now, once you've defined your focus, how do you measure for for performance? You know, while we are in sales, you can't just measure performance based off revenue. That revenue is important. You, you have to have it, but that's the output. You will want to measure on metrics such as the number of customer interactions, follow-up frequency, uh, and maybe different engagements at different levels. You know, by analyzing these metrics, you can gain insights into which coverage strategies are yielding the best results and really make more data-driven adjustments as needed. If you don't have those kind of metrics nailed down, you know, how do you know how to adjust or grow your model or, or maybe change your model or keep doing what you're doing? Now, as you build out the sales organization, you have to constantly plan around coverage ratios. You need to determine what's that optimal balance between the number of salespeople and the volume of accounts that they manage. Maintaining reasonable workloads really just ensures that sales rep can allocate sufficient a time to an effort to really, um, you know, attack those accounts, foster better customer relationships, and drive up the sales conversion rates. In my experience, th this is really hard for most companies to do. In fact, many that I've worked with, I, I just, it seems like they get it wrong. And the question is, why is that? I think it just goes back to that previous point. It goes back to measuring for performance. Companies, they really struggle to measure the right thing. Again, they usually measure revenue instead of measuring the right activity that leads to success, they simply measure pipeline and revenue. Again, both are important, but they're just outputs of the right activity. Next, something that's near and dear to, to all of us if we're in sales is you need to align the compensation plan with the coverage model. It's, it's really important to align sales comp compensation with a coverage model that incentivizes the right behaviors. For instance, if you are incentivizing salespeople based on the value, the high value accounts they manage, you know, your model may require them to penetrate those really high st potential strategic accounts. If that's the case, how can you build a comp model that encourages them to prioritize high potential clients and invest those efforts accordingly? 
this is a lot more work than just giving a quota, right? I mean, it's you can just go give quota, small, medium, large, maybe by segment, but that's not going to create the right incentive for the reps to maybe focus in a segment or an account that's important to the strategy of the company. Now, I personally have experienced this just one time where I thought this was this was done pretty well. And what they they were leveraging quota, but what they did was with the quota, they there were specific accounts that we had to go after in certain verticals. And so what they did was they had an accelerated quota modifier for the business done with it within those accounts. So specifically, you know, if you sold a dollar today, normally you get a dollar of quota retirement. But if it was within one of these strategic accounts, um, you might sell a dollar to them and actually get $2 of credit or $2 of quota retirement. And so the goal there was, all right, if we give a higher modifier to each dollar sold to one of these accounts, that should drive the sales person or sales team's behavior in those specific accounts. And ultimately, it's a little bit more of an investment process, but if you were successful there, that would create some long-term stability and some long-term growth for that particular company. So compensation's done. Now, once you have your coverage plan mapped out and you've gained the buyout from the CEO, maybe the board, you need to have an ongoing process that requires or builds in some type of continuous assessment and refinement, right? You want to be regularly analyzing performance data, gathering feedback from the sales team because they're going to have a ton of feedback that's not always going to show up in some tool, and then adapt your coverage strategies based on changing you know, on the feedback as well as maybe changing market dynamics or customer needs. You know, like uh, Mike Tyson has said, everyone has a plan until they get punched in the face. And you may have the best coverage plan, the best go-to-market plan, but then you run into some major challenge and you, and you need to adapt. To adapt, That's your job as the sales leader is to recognize it, analyze it, and then adapt to it and make the necessary changes. Now, we, when I was talking to my friend, we talked a little bit about the need for the right technology tools with this uh, coverage plan. And you know, oftentimes that's going to include some type of uh, CRM, right? Your your customer relationship management tool, and some sales analytics tools that can provide some really valuable insights into customer behavior that can then help maybe fine tune your coverage, uh, your 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 overall coverage strategies. Now, I purposely left left the technology tools as my last point because I think too many organizations buy into the hype of some tool. And then try to adapt the model to the tool. And I'm a I'm guilty of this. I love shiny things. Look, I'm a salesperson, so when I hear a great sales message, man, I'm buying into it. Um, the tool is only as good as the plan. You can have the most. Think about building the house. You can have the most incredible automated tool to build a house, but it'll totally fail if your plans and plans and engineering designs are just poorly planned. I also believe that too many of these tools overcomplicate the process for the salesperson and the customer, which defeats the purpose of getting the data for measurement. Now, I don't have a ton of firsthand experience making the decisions on these tools, except for my own personal use. So I'm I'm not going to give you any guidance on, on how to do this. I'm just sharing some of my opinion. But as a recap, this is just a high-level framework on building out your sales coverage model. Each one of these takes each one of these steps so that, that I mentioned takes a significant amount of effort and supporting data to make great decisions. One thing I have seen is having a great analyst on your team 
that can help you gather and crunch the data is so incredibly valuable because that's just a ton of work. Now, I know that there are many sales leaders out there that listen to the podcast. Do you have experience building out a sales coverage model? Maybe you did it really well. Maybe you had a time when you did it, let's just say, not so well. Please reach out. Let's discuss about uh, bringing you on as a guest to a guest on the podcast. I would love to hear your story. Until next week, make this your best week ever. Thanks again for joining us today. To get more sales and real estate tips, you can subscribe to our newsletter at hightechfreedom.com. You can also join our private Facebook and LinkedIn group that is exclusively for sales professionals. If you found a nugget of good information in the podcast, please subscribe, give us a positive rating, and write a review. If there is a topic that you would like us to cover in the future, please send us a note through our website at hightechfreedom.com. Until next week, make this your best week ever.